Hi babes, my name is Tran and I'm a 20-something-year-old just trying to navigate life. Walking to the beat of my own drum, I'm excited to take you along my journey. Showing you that through authentic living, a whole lot of self-love, and intentional actions in the right direction, you too are capable of creating a life that you're obsessed with. So are you ready? Because I thought so. Let's go. Hi, my love. Welcome back to another episode of Girls in the Gays. An honor to have you back on today's episode. My love, I hope you are doing well. I mainly was inspired this past weekend, actually. I hopped on a phone call with one of my close friends. I've met through a mastermind and my bestie was really just giving me some pointers and feedback for life and our endeavors and our goals. And Why I was inspired to talk about this was exactly our conversation here where we were just talking and my bestie was just so like level-headed and I'm like, best, like how are you so level-headed with what you're doing and you seem to be, you know, to have so much conviction for each stage that you're at, even if it's not where you want to be and You know, I found myself asking a lot of my ambitious besties the same question of like, how do you keep and hold faith and hope for the unforeseen? How do you keep um, having those big dreams and aspirations when you aren't yet there and your present maybe isn't reflecting where or who you know you could be? And so my bestie from this conversation over the weekend gave me some pointers that I wanted to share with you. I then also had another conversation with another intern my corporate nine to five, which if you know, you know, I talked about this on a recent podcast episode where I met an intern and she also had such a profound impact on me. And so this time around, I actually had another coffee chat with another intern in which she also had a very similar conversation with me where we talked about dreams, ambitions, goals, and our desires. And she seemed also so level-headed. And I asked her, how do you keep your faith and how do you keep that level-headedness in your season and trust that you will achieve that goal or achieve that desire, even if it's not in your hands right now. And she gave me the analogy of the lily pad. At this stage of my life, I know that each step is a lily pad into where I'm supposed to go and where she is headed. And I found that so profound for me and again, left me feeling so inspired with all these other conversations that I've been having throughout the week that I wanted to dive into that further into today's topic of manifestation and speaking our goals into existence and how can we attract the unforeseen when you know it's like a visceral feeling in your gut like I am made for more I am made to be great and I have all these dreams desires and I am not yet there yet though and I you might know that feeling so well or you don't know what it is just yet but you have it in your gut and in your intuition. So what will be unique about today's episode is I pulled some science-backed research that I wanted to bring forth for you today and the power of manifestation, the power of visualization and really tapping into our dream selves in our present and what we do today and what we do now to stay connected to what our future self holds and what we envision for our future self and our dream life. So without further ado, let's get in on today's episode. 
So like I said, and as I will share, I pulled some research from Miss Google, from the Motivation Clinic, but also from this doctor that this article features. Her name is Dr. Tara Swart. She is a neuroscientist. And I was like, okay, like Miss Tara, I want to do some research on you and make sure you are official. And she absolutely is. I believe she went to MIT from some brief research I did specifically on her. But more of my research was based in this article, which you can find from the Motivational Clinic co.uk so it's a blog post but it states her work and so I predominantly wanted to find the science behind manifestation and visualization and envisioning our dream life and goals the first thing that the article states is in order to do so in order to really take the first step and manifest and visualize is to create a mood or visual board and Bestie, I don't know about you, but for me, I always found it to be kind of like a waste of time. I'll be honest, like, why do I need to go on Pinterest, scroll a bunch of photos and paste it all together? And I was like, this is just a waste of time. Like, I feel like I should just be doing something else. I don't understand. And it's like in the new year when everyone's like, oh, create a mood board and make it as your screensaver. I've done it. I've actually have done it and I loved it. I like doing it because the aesthetics and it's fun and I definitely do get a dopamine hit and I do, you know, find myself actually enjoying it, but I definitely thought like, oh, well, this isn't going to work. Like it's not going to do anything. But now that I've done the research and have really looked into the science behind like our psychology and what is triggered in our mind when we pull images together into something comprehensive like this, the impacts of it, I was really like profoundly like taken back and taken away. And so the first thing that it says in creating a mood board or visual board in this article by the neuroscientist Dr. Tara Swart that I had stated in the beginning is looking at images on a vision board helps prime the brain to grasp onto opportunities that may otherwise have actually gone unnoticed. And that's because our brain has a process called value tagging, which imprints important things onto your subconscious and filters out unnecessary information. Basically, our mind is so overstimulated day in and day out that our mind and our subconscious just naturally selects different things that breaks it down into a priority list and deciphers through as what's important and what's not that we have selective attention. So why mood boards and creating visual boards is important is because from Dr. Tara Swart, she explains that the brain assigns a higher value to images than written words on a to-do list. So the more you look at those images, the more images move up in importance to you. And so she gave an example. If you look at a board right before you fall asleep, the images will improve print even further and that's because your brain is very impressionable as it drifts into sleep and so if you focus your attention on something during that period particularly something new those images are more likely to be featured in your dreams and thoughts this is known to be the tetris effect if you remember playing tetris like that default game that is on your computer where it's like the blocks and you try to match up the box or the blocks (laughs) um blocks is 
blocks oh my gosh <laughs> you get it like you match the blocks in order so it breaks up and you don't want the tetrises or the blocks to build all the way up because then you lose because of that duration your mind is so fixated on making things fit and your attention is so dialed in the tetris effect states that because of this when people devote so much time and attention to an activity it begins to build a pattern of thoughts and mental images in your mind and then is embedded into to your dreams. I then did some more digging into the Tetris effect from the practical psychology and the psychology of our mind, and it basically states that the Tetris effect can thus be transferred into the real world and our experiences. Repetitive actions can heavily influence our perception of reality and modify our visual impressions on the way we use logic. So just imagine how powerful mood boards could be when you continuously expose yourself to your dream self by looking at just images. And especially when we don't feel connected to our dream self all the time, when your present self is like, well, is this all worth it? Like, am I taking steps in the right trajectory? Am I trending the, the correct way? Am I doing all the right things? I think helping you tap back into the why and the purpose and visualizing what you want for yourself and what your dream self desires in your present helps it all stay synonymous and helps you realize that you, your present self and your future self, they're all connected in the power of leveraging mood boards because of visualization. This is the next thing that the article talks about is visualization from, the, from Dr. Tara. She states that vision boards work through visualization and that's because the brain sees very little difference between something that's actually happening and a strong strong image that you are envisioning so there is no difference between between that in your brain your brain doesn't see that difference at all and so therefore imagining it already happening imagining that you are that boss you are that published author you you are that person that you desire it you are more likely to take the leap. You are more likely to take the steps in your present self that's in accordance to and congruent with your future self in your present. So please realize how you are so connected to your future self. If not, you are your future self in your present. Every step you're taking right now, every choice you're choosing not to make, anything you're procrastinating, you are affecting your future self. You Every step you take is a vote for the person you wish to become. So every step you don't take or you do take that is not in alignment to your future self, you are directly impacting your future self. So when you see the both and the two as the same, it will help you build that sense of urgency and realizing everything counts right now. So the next part that the article also talks about is repetition. Another way to manifest your vision is to practice. Dr. Swartz says that using an action board regularly can help you become more willing to take action toward achieving your goals because normally when you try something new or you set a new goal, the body has a stress response releasing cortisol and adrenaline. So in other words, new things can be scary. However, when you repeatedly look at these images related to your goals and what's related to what you want to go after, your brain no longer sees them as new. So that repeated exposure in a way gives you that confidence to feel more excited to take the next step or to take steps in 
alignment for you. So the process basically reduces the physiological fear response to any new situation or person, which again, like I said, makes you more likely to take healthy risks and collaborate and embrace what the opportunity would be. And for me, what first came to mind is the example of the gym. When you first want to set a new goal in the new year, right? Let's say you want to transform your physique, but you've never been to the gym or this gym in your new community. So you might be scared and gym intimidation, Bastie, is so freaking real. But what I found is you go the first few times, it's still scary, but you keep on going, you're still being consistent. And then you start to see familiar faces. This person says hi to you. You start to know Joe Schmo, you know um, Miss Sally Sue that's at the gym. And like you start to make some friends at the gym and it all trends inspires so you are now part of the community and you're ingrained into this gym culture in your community so you feel more confident you feel more confident and excited to go to the gym and now it's a part of your routine and you aren't as scared as you once were so that consistent exposure and being and repeating that exposure to yourself oh my gosh now I'm like exposure therapy like (laughs) literally bestie so that's kind of a way to think about it and to challenge yourself so that you continue to prime yourself to expose yourself to what your future self wants for you. Another example of the gym of the unforeseen and how can you stay aligned to that goal when you first set it in the beginning of the year when you want to transform your physique. You have no idea what your physique is going to look like by the end of three months, four months as you are being consistent with the gym. But by showing up, being consistent, exposing yourself to this new culture and being in the environment of the gym, you continue to take those steps, stay consistent with with your workouts. And before you know it, you don't even recognize how badass you are in the mirror and you've transformed your physique. And if not, just it's not about the physical appearance only, but just imagine how you're going to feel mentally and spiritually and how confident you're going to feel because you've committed to those promises that you've made for yourself. Those are the things that you don't see that's brewing below the surface, but those are the most needle moving things to impact your life, to be fulfilled, to be confident, to be proud of yourself. And that's why it all kind of connects. And in helping you realize how important it is to take the steps that are in front of you, to not over complicate what it has to be, but just fixate and focus on how can you continue to align your present self with your future self by taking the right steps you can today and to win the day today. And that's why I started off with creating a mood board to remind yourself and to visualize that higher sense of self and that higher version of yourself and that next level you and to continue to tap into that and expose yourself to that visualization so you can see how congruent it is to who you are right now. So you therefore take the steps that are in alignment to your future self in your present. And as you continue to expose yourself to this visualization of your future self and staying congruent with your future self with where you're at right now, this continues to build your discipline by taking those steps and repeating them. And as I talked about with repetition, but also you subconsciously prime your brain by by continuously exposing yourself to what this visualization you have of who you want to be in five years, in 10 years, what's the people you want to be around, and what are the kinds of rooms you want to be in, what's the type of car you want to drive, etc. And 
having that stay congruent and having that exposure for yourself, you continue to walk that path and take the steps that are in that pattern. So you therefore continue to manifest what that is for you. And the last thing that I wanted to leave you with and the power of visualization and mood board and manifesting that into your life is that hit of dopamine and that hit of positivity. Like I said, I remember creating mood boards and I was like, okay, like I don't trust everything about it, but it was fun and it was really cool to see the aesthetic of like that wealthy badass. Like I wanted that, like that CEO energy and I felt that dopamine when I was scrolling and I was looking at those images and piecing it all together and defining who I want to be and what it is that is aligned for me. That dopamine hit and that happiness and that um, exposure all connected because back into this article, Dr. Swart explains that creating this visualization exposes you to positivity. So she says, finally, what happens in the brain during the process of creating the vision board over the five hours or however many hours or time you put into this, essentially a positive emotion booster is exposed and you are able to experience it. Simply put, the process of going through the process of step-by-step in order to produce the board which maybe involves journaling, meditation, writing, or pulling together different creative photos, etc., creates an emotional space that energizes you and energizes the brain. So I know the vision board alone doesn't get you to your goals. Like I talked about, it takes steps and it takes repeating them and exposure. However, when you start with this visualization, it's a starting point. It gives you that energy. It gives you that initial push. It gives you that visualization of what you could be. Hold on to that and remember that and come back to this and keep this in your back pocket to expose yourself, to ground yourself, and to remind you that every season and every stage and every era that you are in is qualifying you. It's teaching you something. It's your lily pad. And I think doing this research, the conversations I've had this week with the interns and with my bestie and just talking about visualization and the different steps that we have to take and the lily pads that we're at really helps me ground myself in my present and appreciate my current stage of life, though not where I know I want to be so much more because I know it's in congruence with where I'm headed and in congruence with my dream self and my dreams and ambitions. So I hope that this conversation and the steps that I walked through today and the science-backed research that I pulled helps you really create a vision for yourself and stay true to that and trust that this is your lily pad and this season is qualifying you to the next level you. So don't disqualify it. Lots of love for you forever. I cannot wait to hear what you think. And until next time, I'll catch you so soon. Bye, Bessie. My love, if you enjoyed this episode just as much as I enjoyed making it for you, please do me a favor and get onto social media. Help me get the word out by tagging me. What was your favorite part about this episode? Please go ahead and let me know. I'm excited to hear from you. And until next time, have a blessed day. You got this.